guys, good morning. This is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing. And today we are going to talk about um, those file cabinets. Do you still have a file cabinet? Do you, or maybe you don't even have a file cabinet. Maybe you have boxes and boxes and boxes of papers and you just are very overwhelmed and you don't know what to do with it. You have lots and lots of boxes and file cabinets full of papers. Well, these are things that we need to start looking at now and trying to get those organized. Now, um, there are two types of papers. Right now, we're talking about Lisa Woodruff and her ideas uh, for taking care of paper in our home. Now, a lot of things have gone digital, but she talks about the actionable papers that come into your home through the mail and reference papers. Um, the actionable papers are stuff like bills, grocery lists, you know, all of that stuff that comes into our home that we want to take action on. And it could be a coupon even that we want to keep for a vacation or a hotel or food. You know, those are things that we want to uh, use and take action on. And then reference papers. These could be sentimental or they could be account numbers, retirement statements, um, and etc. But she has been telling people for years now to ditch the file cabinet. And the reason being is with emergencies. Emergencies is the main reason that you should put some of those papers in binders because it makes them portable. Um, she says the reality was that they did not have time to pull out important documents during their emergency. That is when I realized that our reference papers need to be portable and there must be a constraint on how much paper we keep. It's not realistic to load up an entire file cabinet when we're trying to get away from a forest fire or a hurricane. For several years, she's been teaching people to ditch the file cabinet and replace it with several essential reference binders. And we'll talk about those binders um, in a little bit. But I also want to encourage you teachers. Now, um, teachers, I have not been in the classroom for now 10 years, but back in my teaching days, uh, teachers were teaching other teachers online. I don't know what my fellow teachers were doing uh, in the school, but every summer I would study on how to be a better teacher, how to do things better in the classroom, how to organize. You know, I followed a lot of online teachers and a lot of online schools. And um, so I had been putting my teaching stuff in binders uh, for years instead of a file cabinet. All my math resources, all my uh, social studies, everything was in binders. Then all you had to do was take it out, make copies, put it back in. Uh, and then all the student information, uh, emergency information, 
all of those binders were very helpful and very portable um, as a teacher. So in the home, it's going to be the same. It's going to be a lot easier to, uh, you know, take that binder to the your couch while you're watching TV and do whatever you need to do in the binder or just have it there in case of an emergency. Um, we all need to have our paperwork organized. You can do it now or you can do it after an emergency, but it'll be a big blessing, she says, to do it before an emergency so everything is there and you're well prepared. So all um, in America, our vaccine cards, birth certificates, uh, birth certificates, vehicle titles, and medical records are all, all physical paper. Other parts of the world have digital systems for these things, but because of the uniqueness of our government and our focus on freedom and privacy, we do not have universal digital records for these things. Now, um, some doctor's offices do have a system for your medical records now, and uh, that is quite helpful. But in her, in Lisa's uh, life, Lisa Woodruff is who we're talking about in this uh, segment. Lisa Woodruff, it, physical paper has saved her over and over. Paper means that she can avoid expensive professional fees, that it gives her authority with lawyers, doctors, and school principals. In America, paper in the way, uh, in a way can substantiate claims and provide proof of what you know. Paper is useful in settling estates, advocating for children during IEP meetings, and for communicating vital health information during a medical emergency. So those are the type of things that she is talking about having organized and ready to go. Uh, and then she talks about when you go through, if you still have that file cabinet or you still have those boxes and boxes and boxes of papers um, that are not in a file cabinet but in a file box, you can take those to your couch or chair while you're watching TV and you can spend 15 minutes a day going through those papers and throwing out or shredding all the things that you don't need anymore. So that is something that um, you should start on now because everybody has at least 15 minutes a day that they're watching TV and they can um, take care of some of the purging of the unnecessary papers. All right, so um, binders are portable, and in an emergency, you can take your emergency binder with you. Now, take all the files that you have, and some of you I've seen, because I'm a professional organizer, and I, I have been into your homes. Some of you have garages, and a garage full of paper. Doesn't even fit in a file cabinet anymore doesn't even fit in a file cabinet. You have stacks and stacks and stacks of it from years and years and years of papers that have been stored in your garage or your office. 
Uh, I've seen it with my own eyes and I've, um, so go through it all 10 to 15 files at a time, purge and sort. And here are some categories for binders and for categorizing your paper, a house binder. But when I say a house binder, I'm talking about all the things that you have done to your home that if you were to sell your home, you would pass that binder off to the next buyer. If you replaced the air conditioner, if you replaced the roof, all of those things that a homeowner would like to know about their house history when you sell your house. So that's the, that binder. And then you have your financial and insurance binders, uh, financial binders, insurance, all, all your financial stuff. And then we've already mentioned the emergency binder. Um, and then she even suggests a home reference binder. Uh, and I think I would call that the family reference by binder because I got confused when she talked about the house binder and the house reference binder. I got them confused. So I would say have a homeowner binder and a family reference binder because the family reference binder is more of you know, rules and regulation, not rules and regulations, but procedures for your babysitter to follow if you uh, have little ones uh, and, and how you use the dishwasher, how you use the washing machine so that even if your kids don't remember how to do laundry, they can go and look at all the procedures of how to do your laundry. You know, it's all your home procedures, all your family procedures, all the things that you do. You can even put current schedules in there and, and etc. You know, I always suggest that you have a big family calendar uh, somewhere in your home where everyone can look at the calendar or they can all put their schedule on the calendar so that everyone knows what everyone's doing. But um, you can also put those things in the family reference binder so that people know what's going on. Um, and then the a medical binder. Now, when I say emergency binder, I believe that is talking about um, it, uh, med, uh, home emergencies like floods and, and all of that. And then the medical binder is your family member's medical history. And especially if you're a caregiver for your parents or someone, uh, you should have a binder for all of their medical uh, needs in a binder as well. So if they are ever hospitalized and you need to be that, um, that uh, go between, between them and the doctor, especially when our parents start getting of age where they can't take care of themselves anymore, um, that is a great binder to have as well. So, all right, now here is an example of um, some things that you can put in a medical binder. Now this did come from Lisa Woodruff and you do have to pay for this information on her website. 
but um, as you can see, it's organized 365 and it's an emergency information binder. And the things that she suggests, of course, is family information sheet. And you can even do this in a spiral on a loose leaf paper and put in a binder. Um, I was going to say a spiral notebook, but no, it would be better to put in a binder because um, you can write that information down on loose leaf paper even if you need to. But if you get any papers that um, need to be put in sleeve protectors, you can put those in sleeve protectors and put those in your binder as well. Um, this one, this page is medical, medical information sheet. The first one was just family information. Uh, who's in your family, etc. This one is your medical information sheet. And you probably need one of those for each member those each member of your uh, family um, medical history form and here's another medical history form and diagnosis tracker you know, when you take go to the doctor, you take this sheet with you. You don't even have to take the whole um, thing. Take this with you and write down little notes about what the doctor said. Medical diagnosis, uh, diagnostician and date, uh, treatments tried, and the results. And medication tracker is a good one to have it has medication prescription the subscribe the prescriber sorry the effects and other notes so these are all good things to have in case of an emergency and actually it just keep the papers that the doctors give you that has all of that information on it you can uh, put those in the folder um, by date order and you may not even have to write all of this down but this is just very very helpful now here is kind of a overview of some things that she says um she says ditch the file cabinet by lisa woodruff lisa teaches both how and why we should completely eliminate our file cabinet and replace it with just three to six binders. Binders are much more practical to take with you should you need to evacuate your home in an emergency. Lisa says, when you go to eliminate your file cabinet, what you're going to realize is that you've saved a whole lot of papers that you don't even need. The reason why we have saved papers uh, that we don't even need is because we don't know what we should save and what we shouldn't save. So we err on saving it. Now, file cabinets don't have any kind of constraint to them versus a binder, which has a limit to how much it will store for any one topic. 
So what you're going to do is think about each page that you put in there. Is it helpful? Is it not helpful? So that will help you keep from keeping a lot of stuff that you don't need. Binders are portable and can be stored where you would actually need the information it contains. If you have more papers to shred, you can handle then you can handle any office supply store will shred them for a small fee. Now that's something I did not know. Now the first step is going through all of your papers and reducing recycle and trash everything that you don't need. Do this by taking 5 to 15 minutes at a time to the kitchen and sorting them on your counter. Or, you know, you can put do that on your bed while you're watching a good TV show. And maybe if it's a really good TV show, you, um, you'll get a whole hour's worth of sorting done. Now, sort your paper into binders. There are three binders that everyone needs. The household reference binder contains everything related to your home. The medical binder is for when you are a caregiver for someone. The financial binder is for when you are set, settling a financial estate and other important personal documents. Now, there are three optional binders you may need. The household operations binder, which contains everything unique to you and your family, such as holiday traditions. I call that one the family binder. Traditions. Another is a warrior mama binder for children under age 21 that have any special needs. Lastly, you can have a binder for school memories. That way, that will also help you keep only what will fit in the binder or two binders without having a whole bin full of memories that you're passing on. It just kind of limits how much you save. Update your binders a couple of times a year so that if the information is always up to date and accessible. Alright guys, that is some tips from Lisa Woodruff from organization 365 and I will leave her information to her website and uh, YouTube and podcasts and anything that um, you might want to look at a little later and reference or purchase her binders or just create your own you can do this all right guys I appreciate you thank you for listening and I will see you on the next podcast